So, um, my name is Jordan Ash, and so for this podcast, instead of finding a scientist that I could connect with, um, I decided to use my own personal experience. Also, you know, with the help from a former high school science teacher of mine. So, um, mainly my narrative focuses on COVID, um, things before COVID and things with COVID. So as far as me being a student before COVID, you know, um, it had to be one of the best things for me because initially, you know, I'm a hands-on and a visual learner. Um, and I appreciate, you know, every group activity, project, experiment, because it expanded my knowledge. But um, little did I know all of that would be, well, not necessarily all of it, but it would be coming to an end, you know, March 2020. Um, and I didn't realize how much of a toll that that would take on me and my learning. So from going to being in person and being hands-on to virtual and auditorial, um, it was a big change for me because I've always known science to be hands-on and I get that experience within the classroom and I'm active and whatnot. So for that to change, it kind of, it, it took a toll on me. Um, you know, just and being back in the classroom while COVID was still, you know, a major issue. It was different, you know, the social distancing, the mask wearing, um, all of this, I felt like had taken the fun out of learning. This brings me to my point of me being a future science elementary teacher, um, even though I'll be teaching all subjects, but specifically science, this gets me to a point where um, before, like, um, I could take my observations, for example, before being in that classroom, when talking about science, we would do a lot of hands-on activities, um, group activities, and my students felt like scientists, and they had a better understanding of it rather than just reading and writing about it. Um, I can recall one of the experiments I did um, this past semester in my third grade class. We had the kids, you know, demonstrate science um through an activity with spoons and pipe straw and, I mean, pipe cleaners and all of these things. And it was extremely fun. It was very hands-on, but mind you, it was during COVID. Um, so it was kind of hard, which brings me to the point, you know, of now that being a future educator and knowing that I'm going to go into this field while COVID is, you know, still around, um, I have to be mindful of my students and me. I have to be mindful of the health and safety of all of us. Um, and when teaching, you know, I have to limit a lot of these hands-on activities and being in contact with one another and big group um, activities to keep us safe, which I just, I don't know how to exactly feel about it. Um, but I know I will make the best out of it and make sure my students can appreciate the fun behind science, but also the learning and understanding of it as well. Um, so this also brings me to my other point as it relates to the elementary science students on their behalf. You know, I feel like COVID can relate to a lot of things when it comes, you know, down to science. We can relate COVID to a lot. Um, it could be related to, you know, cells and in the way they work in their body. And now that COVID is the new normal, um, I could take it with that approach, you know, talking about how this COVID could, you know, how, how, it affects, how it affects their cells and 
We could also discuss how COVID affects the body as a whole. Um, I would probably incorporate, you know, a simulator where it shows the inside of the body and how COVID kind of affects that. Um, and I feel like that would probably be the best thing for me, um, for my students, um, in order to get that activity and that momentum and that fun back into science. So now we will be, you know, listening in on this this conversation that I had with my former science teacher, Ms. Karima. Um, she was my 11th grade chemistry teacher in high school. And I can appreciate everything that she has done for me. Um, and I can appreciate what she taught and how she teaches. And we're going to get into this conversation that I had with her. Okay, so how was it for you before teaching um, without COVID? Right, okay. <laughs> yeah, so it was a it was a lot to handle and uh it's also a lot to handle especially when you have so many different preps. Mm. And you have to plan for so many different classes. It right. gets a little bit uh hectic. Um one of the great things that I could say is that um as long as you have engaged or captured your students attention the learning process is much easier uh, the teaching process is also much easier so those were some of the main uh, great things about teaching before covid all right and so then teaching science with covid how is that like what are some likes or dislikes Mm -hmm. So I think I can break that into two things. So I could say uh, during the time uh, of quarantine and now that we are back in school. So we could say, um, so when we were doing the learning, um, especially most of us were doing uh, AC corneas because um, the kids were home and we would just facilitate the the learning the learning management systems at that time one thing i can say and i think again i'm going to start with the dislikes was the the ability for the student to focus was a problem uh focusing issues um for instance uh we have students who were not comfortable uh, just really, uh, I guess, turning on their videos. Mm -hmm. uh, we would have some students who would be just maybe still in bed, really not prepared and ready for the class. So they, the establishing a routine for the students was a hard thing. 
they're not used to being home. And then another, and 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 the most most uh, I guess important thing that they really lacked was uh, a sense of accountability and supervision. Um, I remember situations where some kids would actually be the ones to take care of their siblings, younger siblings. Mm-hmm. So staying uh, and making sure that their siblings are following instructions from their teachers also, that was very hard, especially I would say for, for us teachers who t- teach high school students. Um, another thing uh, was also for students, especially who have uh, already had difficulties in, in learning, mm-hmm. it was much harder for them. And the funny thing is, you know, you would think it would be easy for students who were, you know, high achieving students, it would have been easier for them, but we had students who were high achieving students that did not do well either during that time. And I believe the reason being that not all students are independent learners. Some students still need some, uh, they need, um, they need a lot of direction. They need a lot of uh, um, just uh, almost like a push and a nudge right. from this from their from their teacher to succeed. So I think those were some of the the challenges in that moment, and uh, I think there were so many challenges. Another challenge would be making sure that you're able to cover the most important sections because obviously we did not have to uh, do the standardized test and then it was not really required right. and then for those that were required to do it the the percentage was was very minimal so it really didn't make a whole lot of difference in their grade so the challenge there was now we're going to have kids who are behind once once we try to finish whatever we can finish and really are not able to do a lot so it's almost like uh um, we're just almost spoon feeding the students Mm -hmm. and uh we we will not be able to assess them to really see that they understand the material and breaking that material just into very tiny, tiny, tiny chunks uh, caused us to really miss a couple of things that we we wanted to teach. Now, I think one good thing that came out of this was to sit back and really have a different uh, perspective to encourage students i think it was really a great time of encouragement it was a great time of dialogue and to check on the students uh especially it uh made sure that the that social emotional learning was incorporated into education right. like now it's more acceptable mm. 
And were there any likes teaching with COVID? Um, being um, now that you're back in the yeah. classroom. So now, since now we are back in the classroom, um, I think one of the things I could say is the excitement is there for the students. So they're excited to be back. Um, they're excited uh, just to. Uh, most of them, I see excitement to learn, and I also see excitement to be around their peers. That's one great thing. Now, the only thing now is to find ways of, um, you know, taking it to a higher notch or really almost like now we're trying to retrain the students about the culture and the norms of this classroom. The routines are different. Uh, if I wanted for them to collaborate, sit in groups, I'm not really able to do that because you see you have to keep up with the CDC guidelines right. of uh, isolation or what, social distancing, that's what it's called, yeah. Mm. So that would be the only thing that can be a little challenging is just meet, um, adapting new class cultures and routines. Mm. But what I can say is that excitement is there. and so. As long as there's excitement now, I think it's very helpful for uh, the teacher, for us teachers. It will help us uh, make sure that we have we we really have an opportunity to engage the students right now because they're happy to be in school, they're right. happy to be back for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> Could you or do you remember? teaching me like what it was like teaching me uh before COVID like so before all this is going on mm. anything yes. in particular uh, I remember I remember so um one thing I remember I remember where you used to sit <laughs> right in the front <laughs> row yeah and uh and I think um this helped you to focus and it helped you to really be engaged and to be able to listen to instruction. Um, one thing I can say is you're a very organized student. Um, and uh, you made sure that you knew every direction and you understood all the directions. So funny enough, um, just a few weeks ago, I was looking at one of your projects, <laughs> oh, and it's a it's a it's a folder. And I I don't know if you remember we did something in chemistry, where uh, every student had to make a profile of a certain element, mm. and you made an album. And yes, and I've kept it. So you see that that shows you that. I still remember your very <laughs> uh, great work because I kept it because it was an exemplar. So if I do it again, I'm just able to show uh, a great exemplar to the students. Do you remember? <laughs> I think I remember that. It I was think a black one. I wish I had it so I could take a picture. I think I remember that. I think one of the things I remember is. Um, we were doing some experiment one day in class. I can't remember exactly which one. 
and I know we were split up into groups. We had went into the lab. Um, I don't know if it was with batteries. I don't know if we were making s'more s'mores. I can't remember. Maybe s'mores. And another s'mores. thing, I think we were actually yeah we were we were roasting marshmallows. Yes. And making s'mores. Yeah. Uh-huh. I remember that. I think that has to be one of my funniest experiences because I wasn't expecting to come to school and make s'mores that day. So. Yes. yes. I remember that one. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Using the and butter. So after this conversation with my former teacher, you know, we stayed on the phone and talked some more. Um, you know, she was telling me about, you know, how she moved on and she's teaching in a whole different state now, which is amazing to me. She was a great science teacher. I thanked her, you know, for taking the time out of her busy schedule or her busy day to just sit there and have that conversation with me as it pertains to her being a teacher um, before COVID and being a teacher during COVID. And also just being able to understand from her perspective um, and noticing my perspective as a student. Um, Takeaways from this were we, you know, we kind of had a lot of similarities as far as it pertains to a teacher standpoint and a student standpoint, which I absolutely loved, you know, to understand that as a student that this is not something that I was facing alone. My teachers were also, or former teachers, were also facing this um, issue as well. And this concludes this podcast. Um, Again, my name is Jordan Ash, and thank you for listening.